You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne and this is Kilcullen Diary. This is the seventh episode in a series called The Accidental Pilgrim, recalling my thoughts during a Kilcullen Parish pilgrimage to the Holy Land in 2007. In this episode, I remember how we were introduced to the children of the Holocaust. A quick visit to the Museum of the Holocaust is too short. It is also too long, simply because the assault on the sense of right and wrong is overwhelming. Our Kilcullen group in the Holy Land had less than a couple of hours at Yad Vashem, located a little way outside Jerusalem. Our guide, Abi gave us a typically informative introduction. He also provided a personal angle as his father was a Polish-born survivor of a Russian labour camp after he'd escaped from Poland in the early days of the pogrom. He first brought us to the memorial for the one and a half million children who perished in what Father Michael Murphy described to us as the most gruesome event ever. The research which the Nazis did was extraordinary, Father Michael said. They had lists of Jews in every country, even of those living in Ireland. Our guide, Aby, outlined too how the work to develop the master race was also carefully planned and orchestrated, the object being to eliminate undesirables, among them those with disability or infirmity, Jews and gypsies. The plan even involved killing half of the population of Poland and using the other half as slaves. Truth told, that's not the kind of detail I'd been aware of before, but the visit through the museum certainly reinforced that impression. The photographs, anti-Jew posters, newspaper clippings and the newsreel footage of the event are truly horrifying as is the documentation displayed that shows the meticulous detail with which the Nazis went about their business after they came to power in 1933. But most of us in the group have seen similar images before. Shocking though they are, they don't surprise that much. Perhaps the new genocides of the last decades in Rwanda, Darfur, and not to mention what went on in the Balkans, may have dulled our senses. The real tough part had lasted just five minutes, before we entered the museum proper. The memorial to the murdered children begins with a walk down a pleasant stone alley, brightly lit by the sun and with the sculpted face of a child on the wall at the end before you turn into the display proper. The representation is the child of the couple who endowed the memorial, a son who was one of the slaughtered children. The entrance to the interior is narrow, into an anteroom with photographs on one wall of a dozen or so children, most smiling in what were clearly family portraits. The room narrows to a point where the throughway is just wide enough for one person, with a handrail to hold as you enter into sudden darkness. Not quite totally dark. There are five lit candles, and through a complex set of mirrors and glass. Their light is reflected above, around and below, a virtual constellation of pinpoints in an otherwise black space. It is actually physically unnerving, 
The handrail is necessary not just to guide through the exhibit, but to provide an anchor against potential vertigo. The most terrible impact in the whole experience, however, comes from quiet voices. Voices taking turns to speak the name of a child, the child's age, and the country from where the child came before becoming a victim of the Third Reich. Five minutes and we were back in Sunlit Garden. Some in the party sobbing openly, others clearly just holding back tears. I suspect there was none of us without at least a lump in the throat. The first thing you do when you want to annihilate a nation is kill their children, A.B. had said, before we went in. After that, the museum itself was almost easy. But then we weren't Jews, and we were passing through quickly. Also, we Irish may have had our troubles, but since Cromwell, nobody has tried genocide on us. As I speak now, I also think of the children among the victims of Israeli bombardments of Gaza in recent years, and of those today being bombarded in Ukraine by Russian invaders, not to mention the civilian victims of all the other conflicts current around the world. We don't seem to learn, do we? I'm Brian Byrne, this is Kilcullen Diary, and my reflections on the Kilcullen Parish visit to the Holy Land in 2007. Thanks for listening.